0: Very excited to announce that hit Snippets Snippet Series as a new sponsor. Tremendous gratitude to the Saka family of Miami Beach, who are sponsoring the series this year in memory of the patriarch of the family, Joseph Saka, whose 50th year will take place this January, as Neshama should have an Aliyah. We are in uh, Shema, and we are up to the sense. I want to share with you two last ideas tonight to conclude our study of this uh, Pasuk, of which for months and months we could go on. The source of the obligation, of wearing tefillin, tefillin on the arm and the tefillin on the head. How should the aparshios, We know that there are four sections that are taken from the Torah that are arranged in the tefillin. What order should they be in? The Gemara Menachas and Daf Dalad tells us first the paragraph of Kadesh, Kadeshli, then Vahaya Ki Aviacha. They're on the right side of Shema, and then Vahaya Im Shamoah, is to the left of Shema. So Abaye looks at that Gemara and he wonders. That's our tradition of the arrangement of these four sections. But Abai says, doesn't it say the opposite? That's not the direction? It should be positioned differently? So the Gemara answers, it all depends which side you're reading it from. Are you the one wearing the tefillin? Then the four parashiyos will appear in one direction. If you're the one reading the tefillin, facing the person wearing them, then they will appear in a different direction. So which one do we follow? Rashi says in the order it appears in the Torah, The order it appears in the Torah is consistent with the perspective of the one reading, not the one wearing. Rabbeinu Tam says the opposite. And though we in the halacha is, we follow the position of Rashi, some have the stringency to put on Rabbeinu Tam tefillin additionally each day as well. Many Chassidim have adopted that practice, Farim have adopted that practice as a stringency to fulfill the opinion of Rabbeinu Tam as well not only halachically a minority opinion, but kabbalistically to fulfill that opinion as well. I mention it not to endorse or encourage anyone to begin wearing Rabbeinu Tam Tefillin, but there's something extraordinary about this machlokas, about this debate. I believe it was Rabbi Wein, Solzayin Gesunt and Stark who pointed out something amazing. Who is Rabbeinu Tam? How is he related to Rashi? Rashi? It's Rashi's grandson. Rashi's grandson. Do you understand that when Rabbeinu Tam was in shul, sitting next to a Zayda, he said, Zayda, I love you, I admire you, I've learned everything from you, but you've never been Yotzeh Tefillin in your life, you're Tefillin our puzzle. this is the proper way to wear Tefillin. And what did Rashi do? Did he throw him out of the house? Did he say, how dare you think independently or differently or reject my halachic position? Rabbi, Rabbi Wan, I believe it was Rabbi Wan who said that arguably the greatness of Rashi was to have raised grandchildren who can simultaneously revere him and have the confidence to disagree with him. That is a very fine line. We see it in our time. Often when the next generation or several generations later reject the parent or grandparents, it's because they lack the reverence or respect. They reject them entirely. And those that revere and respect often don't have the capacity to think independently. Rashi's greatness he raised grandchildren who both simultaneously are bound by a Mesorah, by a tradition of their grandfather. They revere and respect him, but also are capable of thinking independently of him. And that's Rabbeinu Tam and his Tfilin. One last thought. The Apostle can v'yaru mi says, All the people of the earth, of the land, will see Hashem's name is proclaimed on you, and they will stand in fear of you. Where is Hashem's name? You're not allowed to have a tattoo. Certainly, shouldn't have a tattoo of Hashem's name. So where does Hashem's name appear on us? So the Gemara says, you know where the nations of the world see Hashem's name on us? When we wear the head fillin, two of the letters of the three letters of Hashem's name, shin, dalad, yud, the shin and the dalad are on the head fillin, the shin on the head, the bias itself, the dalad, the knot in the back, the Yud is on the arm tefillin, but two out of three of the letters are on the head tefillin. Vero, kalame, Arts the nations of the world will see Hashem's name. Where do they see it? Eilut tefillin shel they'll see it on the head tefillin. It's Rashi. Rashi says that's what they see, Hashem's name. Tostas disagrees, and Tostas says, what we learn from here is, the Gemara means that this Pasuk is referring to Tefillin Shabarosh, that they're worn in a way that everybody sees. And the Shulchan Archa Hor Chaim, Sif Yad Aleph Paskins, that one should not cover their head fillin. If you're davening in shul, your tallit should not cover the head Tefillin. If you're wearing a baseball cap, a black hat, whatever you're wearing, a Yemeni yarmulke, a Rab'nachman Yamaka, whatever you're wearing, it shouldn't be so large it's actually concealing or covering the head tefillin because the Gemara deduces from this Pasuk, that the nations of the world need to see the head tefillin. The interesting thing is, the Gemara Menachos learns that what's true for the tefillin of the head is not true for the tefillin of the arm. The Gemara learns our Pasuk, it says, V'hayalachal la'us al-yadecha, should be a sign on your arm. So it says, al-yadecha, on your arm, a sign for you, but not for others. That means that the head tefillin needs to be exposed. The arm tefillin specifically should be covered. So a person has a sleeve, the tefillin should be tucked underneath the sleeve. You don't have to wear long sleeves necessarily, or a jacket, but a person who has a sleeve, assuming you're not wearing a sleeveless shirt to wear your arm tefillin, the tefillin on the hand should go underneath a sleeve, the tefillin of the hand should be covered, because when it comes to the tefillin of the arm, it says, <speaking in Hebrew> for you a sign and not for others, as opposed to the head tefillin, which v'roh kol aretz. haaretz. Feinstein wonders, and we end with this, why the difference? If the head tefillin should be revealed, exposed, the nations of the world should see and fear us. The arm tefillin covered. Why the difference? Listen to this insight of Rav Moshe. Rav Moshe says the tefillin of the arm are opposite the heart. What happens in your heart is to be private. It should be modest. You're not flaunting and you're not displaying and you're not boasting and you're not trying to seek honor with the rest of the world. It begins, which one do we put on first? the tefillin of the arm. We put the tefillin of our arm opposite our heart, we do it privately, we do it modestly, and when we get that right, now we can put the tefillin of the head for all to see. There's a fundamental difference in the role between the two, between the head and the heart, and therefore that of the heart is private, is modest. First, we have to take care of ourselves, only then can we put the tefillin of the head and try to communicate for the rest of the world. First, we have to improve ourselves and then we can,